It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up? Hey, buddy. What's going on? A whole lot of nothing. Sorry. Um, I'm disheveled. Uh, So... If I see him off today, it's because it's spring break. Because we're partying. No, I have my kids at home, and we got a new <laughs> dog, and it's just been uh, its been a lot of fun here. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yay for me. But I'm good. I'm, I'm glad to be here. This is my quiet zone where I can talk about the things that actually – I was going to say things that actually matter to me as if my kids and my <laughs> family don't. The th- things that I actually care about. The things that are important, I'm here to talk about. So – What's been going on with you, man? Uh, not a lot. I did some reorganizing. I put all my boxes behind me because I'm always getting into them for pieces and parts. So, <clears throat> so what do you have? What do you have in the closet now? Nothing. Just uh, my room, sexuality. Room for more. <laughs> room for more boxes. Yeah, actually, the, these are just the Mesco boxes and a few uh, Mafex boxes that. Mm. Closet's still very full of boxes. Um, yeah, with the other kind of toys. Yeah, <laughs> it just <laughs> vibrates a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I uh, am spending too much time just window shopping now because I can't really afford anything. Uh, window shopping is my jam. Yeah, I just keep like I'm like okay, uh, inexpensive toys are just the really ones that I really want. And I'm like, Oh cool. This Leon figure from this off brand website. Like they don't even call him Leon. They call him whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> looks really cool. Like I don't even care about resident evil, but I feel like I should buy it. Cause it looks really cool. You know? Um, so does he look like you at all? Maybe it could be you. No, he doesn't. It's like, no. He's got like he looks like me in the nineties, like yeah. kind of a, like a weird bowl. Anime nineties, Simon. Yeah. Speaking of you in toy form, I saw that tragic video, man, of uh your dog. Damn dog. Yeah. I was huh. so what's funny is I was standing around looking for that thing. I got up for a second to get something to fix the turtleneck on my Ahab character. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around, looking around, can't find it. I'm like, shit, it fell on the couch. We're looking around for 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, we have a camera. Oh, wow. as, yeah, as soon as I saw that stupid dog sniffing around, I was like, that bitch. <laughs> and then I saw her take off. I found it immediately after. And yeah, she chewed on it just enough. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it could be bullet damage. Simon. So what are you going to do? Are you going to get the same figurehead or? I don't know. I'll probably, you know, that comic book shop had that when you were like, you should have got this head. I might just go buy that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking my body is, I was, I got my shoes in my Air Jordans, which look so good. They're way more detailed than I thought they were going to be. And, mm. but then like putting the shoes and the head on my body, it's like, I look like a little kid <laughs> with a giant head. So I don't know. Maybe when the clothes come in, it'll look relatively normal. He's a little bit smaller than Silver Surfer, which, I don't know if he is basically the same size as the rest of the characters. Well, yeah, and that's what I was what I was thinking about more and more. So I'm I'm gonna go get this Punisher figure, mm-hmm. and I could use that for my body, and then yeah. you could use that body. Nice. Or I was thinking I could just spray paint the Silver Surfer body and um, put my head on that. That is true, and I'd be a. 
Not that one, though. You should get a cheaper figure and then do that. I already have two of them, though, so you know. Yeah, yeah, you're just flush with cash. <laughs> I mean, I'm not flush with cash, but I have it. It's just laid around. <laughs> if I took it, my son wouldn't notice until it was gone. You should sell it. I mean, I guess I could. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna do something with it, <laughs> sell maybe. it. Maybe, but they, I mean, I guess they do have an older uh, Silver Surfer Marvel Legends. That one's probably really expensive too. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm just gonna keep my body for now and see. See how much, see how it weighs or measures up next to yours. <laughs> You're gonna weigh them. Weigh them, yeah. <laughs> weigh, weigh your heart like the Anubis. I don't know. Forget that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 actual clothes should be in um, in April. So they're coming all the way from China. I was gonna do that. China. I was gonna do like a China uh, music sound, but. <laughs> It's not very PC and I don't edit this anymore. So <laughs> yeah. Not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I'm I'm waiting. I am waiting on my was it Baron Ben's something tectonic disruptor version or whatever. He's all he's black and orange. He looks cool. Uh, he does look cool. He comes with a few extra things. So I might have a Baron Ben's for sale. The yeah. uh, older ones, yeah, and you also got the Krig in, which looks really cool. I don't know if we yeah. talked about it last time. Yeah, the Krig is dope. Yeah, it looks I really do cool. like it a lot. So I don't know if you noticed uh, this Mezco Mondays. I was like, I'm just gonna take this shit with my phone with bad lighting <laughs> background. I did, and, you know, and you know who won? Somebody who? that really spent time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's completely random. I think they're just yeah. fucking with you personally. Yeah, they're like, I got it for this. Because one time I asked him, I did, I wasn't like, why haven't you picked my picture? I asked like a picture on the black so I just I, I just asked like how far in advance, like if I post a picture that says Mesco Mondays today, is it still in the running three months from now? Like I was yeah. just curious. Do I need to do one of these every did week? Did they respond? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, uh blacklisted. Yeah, fuck you. How about you? Uh, how about you never win, asshole? <laughs> I um, I would just love to win a contest. Yeah, yeah. I want to be one of one entrant to a contest. Yeah, I enter like every comic book contest. I tag you in all of them on the yeah. internet, and uh, have never won. So yeah, I did have another thing. So a uh, local uh, arts alliance is having like a. Uh, artist entrepreneur class that they're mm -hmm. hosting and you have to take it for a year but it's like once a month you take a webinar class and uh, there's a $1,500 stipend in there so um, nice. I entered for that nice. uh, there's only 15 accepted we'll see I that's cool you'll probably get that they love you there maybe but it's like eh. we'll see if my idea for like <laughs> toy mm. portraits yeah. is uh, attractive to anyone there. I've been doing a lot of research lately. Um, and a lot. I just mean I looked it up twice. <laughs> I want to buy... So I told you that I was going to buy a 3D printer. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, like, there has to be someone online that has released the specs for, like, a Mezco figure to be 3D printed and put together. 
Like I would imagine that somebody on the internet has, or not necessarily Mezco, but like something very similar. Well, yeah, heads definitely. That's why I said resin. So like yeah. I have a layer printer, which don't come out very smooth, but resin printing, it's finicky and it's toxic. <laughs> yeah. Like it's something you want to clean and do away from people, but um, it has those really smooth prints. And I, and that's what I see most of the time on, uh, on eBay or whatever, when you're looking for heads, it's yeah. people resin print. Or they make little little D and D figures and stuff. So I wonder if we I could pay someone to three D model our faces, and then print it out that way on a three D printer like that. There's a way you can do it with just photos. Hmm. You have to take a shit ton of photos and you load them into a program. Oh yeah, I think there's a program on the on the newest iPhone that does it. I think I saw a TikTok about it. I'll have to do more research as in just randomly finding videos. Yeah. <laughs> Google. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, wow. Save that for later. Okay, uh, let's jump into the trending topics. Pretty much everything this past week, people have been talking about the Snyder Cut, so um, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to wait until everybody sees it this weekend, and then we will talk about it next week and do a little review review. So, yeah, have you? Yeah. Well, we won't, we won't spoil it for you. Uh, but I thought this was interesting. We both really like Cowboy Bebop, and the Netflix adaptation has seemed seemingly wrapped production. What do you mm. think? Do you have any hope for it? I don't know. We'll see. I'll give it a chance. I'm a, I mean, I yeah. love Cowboy Bebop. I, obviously, it'll never live up to the original, but I would like to see how they do it. That's the thing. It 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 can't, and it's like it would be really really wrong to try to be like oh they do it differently in this you know animated series like it's just it's really hard to translate that to live action that show <clears throat> do we know if this is supposed to be a prequel continuation or is this a, the know. same i don't know i know it's going to be a show though not a movie so um season one is is what seems to have been wrapped sorry that's probably that uh i would oh. like to i would like to see because I don't honestly remember the end of Cowboy Bebop. I own it. Me either. I, like it. I get so far and then I quit. <laughs> so. I get, yeah, I get that. Yeah, me too. And I've seen the movie, but I get, I don't remember any of that stuff. So I, I think the movie is, I don't know if the movie is necessarily it's, canon. I don't think it is. But I, I didn't know, but I didn't know if this was going to be like adapted about the movie or, you know what I mean? Because sometimes they just go straight from the OVAs or the, the movies. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah i think it's like the dbc movies did you ever watch um did you ever watch death note the anime mm -mm. okay death note is really really good i think you would really like it it's, it is kind of depressing but it's really good and they made a <laughs> right i'm depressing they made a netflix netflix adaptation of it and um it was real bad I did hear about that. Real, real bad. So that had kind of, you know, makes me want to already like prejudge it. But I like the guy. It's the Asian dude from Harold and Kumar. Mm, he's playing Asian. he's playing uh, Spike. So we'll see. I wonder if they're gonna make us hair green. <laughs> no, no, no. Is his hair supposed to be green? Like it looks green, but is no, no, it no. supposed to be green? Probably not. Probably I bet not. it is. I mean, they I, I'm interested to see it. Uh, anything to get Cowboy Bebop back in the spotlight. Not that it's ever left. People love that show. Yeah. This is something that we love that I'm not really excited about. Transformers 7 is gearing <laughs> up to begin filming in late May 
early June 2021 for a six-month shoot that seems very short. It is going to primarily take place in Montreal and Peru. This movie is going to be called Transformers Beast Alliance. Mm. So a lot of people are obviously assuming that it's going to take uh, some, you know, uh, what am I thinking? Beast Wars? Yeah, it's going to take some influence from Beast Wars. Maybe. Or maybe it's just a lot about robot bestiality. <laughs> That'd be, that's probably what it is. I hope, <laughs> I hope Michael Bay is not doing it. What do you think about I, Transformers 7? Coming out? I think he's done. Honest, so Transformers, the main line, lost me after number two. Number two was no good. Number three was, I guess, a little better. I, I still thought it was bad. Which one had the the stereotypical robots the two robots oh that was number two that was oh, the one god i remember that pissed y'all off a lot yeah. i saw it in <laughs> theaters like, i was just like what i think we all saw it in theaters yeah we did and the thing is like i didn't realize it i just didn't you know Gross. it's like <laughs> man you know we can't read yeah, yeah it's, it's like, just like what is this yeah i saw uh, hoping they would get better um but they didn't until uh, Bumblebee? Bumblebee was good. Bumblebee was good. I really think that Bumblebee is good. It's uh, like cheesy, but it is very cheesy. Good. I think it has to be cheesy. I, yeah. I I I judge those movies already because I don't like the designs really. I don't like the uh the edgy Optimus Prime with the flames on the on the truck. In the mouth. And the then the face mouth. the face has way too many, like just over too many details because I'm in I'm a G1. Uh, Autobots fan, so I just feel like yeah. all the weird extra angles and, like you said, the mouth. It just yeah, they 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 said there were like hundreds of moving parts on yeah. those. That but anyway, but I did. That's one thing I did like about Bumblebee is you see like the War on Cybertron, you see G one uh, Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. G one Soundwave. Yeah, like that's cool. Um, and it look and you know. It seems like they didn't do it because they didn't think it would translate well to lo- to live action, but why- it looks so much better. Yeah. Like, I wish yeah. they would do a Bumblebee cut of the original few movies and just replace all the CGI. Bumblebee which would, cut. Which would cost, you know, millions of dollars probably to redo that entire yeah. movie. Yeah. And there was always the thing, they always said that they put the flames on the truck because they wanted him to have a red body, and if they did the transformation with just a blue truck it would have looked weird anyway it looks stupid we don't like bayformers here but bumblebee was good yeah bumblebee um, was really good. and we'll see what this is like but if unless if it doesn't follow the bumblebee lead which i hopefully it will mm-hmm. um maybe it'll be all right we'll see I understand why I don't there's... Know how you're gonna... I, well i don't know i don't know how you're gonna do biological creatures transform you imagine like their skin ripping apart and stuff gross that'd actually be kind of cool let Zack Snyder do it. They, well, all, have, they all have guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know that, uh, like, in uh, Beast Wars, like, Cheetor had, like, a gut gun. Like, his gun had mm-hmm. guts in the back of it. It's yeah. Gross. I love Beast Wars. That was my introduction to Transformers, really. And then I went back, and because whenever, you know, the original Transformers, we were babies, If we even if we weren't, you know, we might not have been born yet. I think the yeah. movie came out in 87. Um, so... There's no way that I was watching that. But Beast Wars was my introduction to it. And then I went back with an appreciation to the older stuff. So maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why you still have to connect it to the previous Transformers movies. 
Like if you're gonna make Beast Wars, just make Transformers Beast Alliance. That's not connected. It's not Transformers Seven. It's just like a new movie. Yeah. Wasn't that set? That, that I don't know. You know why it's only a six month shoot? Because there's only like three actors. They're in it for five minutes, and the rest is CGI. The rest is guys in their mom's basements eating hot yeah. pockets, <laughs> cranking, <laughs> cranking it up. <laughs> not like the gross kind of way, but the movie. Yeah, Bring yeah. Movie <laughs> grinding, grinding it out, not cranking it out. Probably a bit of both. <laughs> HBO, HBO Max released all of its or a lineup of all of its movies coming out. Uh, in the upcoming years and we've known about most of them you know they had the gotham patrol or gotham city police show coming out which i'm excited about mm-hmm. it's supposed to tie to the movie green lantern the movies that are coming out batman teen the new teen titans coming back doom patrol coming back but they also announced a batgirl show and a zatanna show coming to hbo max so I would be more excited about that if we have we saw a HBO Max DC show yet. Yeah, that was like original HBO Max. Yeah, we haven't we don't have any proof yet. Like those shows that they have came from DC Universe. So right. if we had one show and it was good, then I'd be like, okay, well now I know where we're at. But we don't have any proof yet, so it could be cool. But I hope it's not like Batgirl. In a story where Batman doesn't exist or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see Batgirl, but we got Batwoman. Maybe have they already written that off as not worth the shit? I know it's, it's not going to be in the same universe. CW, or man. CW is, yeah. all, is an automatic write-off for a lot of people, including me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like... You know what? I, I My favorite Batgirl right now is like the purple costume with like the like the almost like leather jacket and like long pants like i like yeah. that because it looks very homemade uh, i like that a lot they've they already moved past it though yeah what was weird is that they that makes her look really young but then sometimes some books would have her look like an adult and so it's mm-hmm. weird to like have those two i really like the sean gordon murphy bats bad girl suit i don't know if you remember that at all when she's on motorcycle mm-hmm. I like that one a lot, and they they use that one predominantly. But even though now she's going back to being Oracle, but not paralyzed, just hanging out behind a computer. Oh yeah, that one's cool too. Yeah, I like that's that that's the one I like. Like, but I do I agree. Whenever they came out with that one, um, where her hair is out and it's like a jacket with a cape, yeah. I like that one a lot. Uh, I have the McFarland McFarland toy made a Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah, um, that should have made a motorcycle. That's my, that's my favorite one. And so, yeah, Zatanna could be cool. Zatanna is one of those projects that you you don't need any other outside DC, you know, connections to. You don't even have to talk about Constantine if you don't want to. Right. But that would be a good way to connect him because weren't they trying to bring that live action back? Yeah. Either they're going to make a new movie, a completely new movie or show, or they're going to bring that same dude back that was in the CW and, and create an HBO show. Apparently he's good because they used him for the voice, right? Yeah, they used him for the voice. They also brought him back in um, <clears throat> that time travel show they had, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Legends so, of the Fall. So they brought <laughs> they brought him back for that. So I'm excited. Maybe again, I just want one of them. Like this is what happened when they came out with the movies. They had um, I can't remember. Maybe Wonder Woman was the first one, or Man of Steel. I don't remember which one came first. 
But then they released just every movie that they were going to come out with Cyborg, Flash, and they had this whole like big movie slate. And then they none of them happened. (laughs) And so I I feel that they always get ahead of themselves. So I I don't. And and that's part of the reason why I don't like that thing, because I'm with you. It's like, yeah, why don't you chill? You know, see if like they did with the Star Wars. They were like, we're going to release Rogue One or Solo. Then uh, probably a Boba Fett, which would have made money. Oh, they yeah. should have released that first. Oh, that obviously, that would have made a stupid amount of money. It would have just been printing it. I yeah. mean, because that's what the Mandalorian is. But anyway, point being that they they were talking about all these other offshoots, and then they were like, "Pump the brakes." Solo did horrible. One bad movie, and and we're not going to do anymore. So you know, Solo wasn't even that bad. Yeah, but that bad. I mean, Star Wars is supposed to print money every time, so yeah. And you can't be, you can't be okay in Star Wars. Fans will rip it apart. Like I am scared to say that I don't hate the new trilogy. I don't hate it. I because don't. And people even, online will destroy you if you if yeah. you enjoy any of them. And even the old, even the prequels. The only one I despise is Phantom two. Menace. Oh, really? You like two? I don't. I don't hate Clone Wars. It's not good, but I don't. I hate yeah. Phantom Menace more. Phantom Menace is bad. It's it's rated as one, two, and three for me. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my problems with just you know when I give my opinion on Star Wars, which I've done on the podcast numerous times. Uh, it may seem like I'm one sided. You know, people are are weirdly like you either like the old movies or you like the prequels or you like the sequels. Like you have to like mm-hmm. one. I like them all, but I have a lot of shit to say about every single movie. Same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the old, even like the original trilogy, they're not that good. I no. get it. I get it. They are classic. But there's that, a lot of stuff where you're like, mm. If anybody has anything to say about Star Wars, look at that Freddie Prince Jr. speech. Uh, it's a radio show he's talking about. So good. It's really good because it's, it's, it's very like to the point about why people are upset. Yeah. Um, and uh, everybody should look at and, and look in the mirror long and hard yeah. and think about what you're doing with your life. Because I say I don't like episode three, which episode three was really good. Like there, I can watch episode three and I just, and there's so many scenes where I'm just like, oh man, this is good. But there's also a lot of scenes where I'm like, whew. Yeah. Woo! That's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad acting. <laughs> All right, moving along. Kingsley Ben-Adir has been cast as the lead villain in Disney Plus's upcoming MCU series, Secret Invasion. Kingsley Ben-Adir recently rose to fame by playing Malcolm X in the critically acclaimed One Night in Miami, which was the directing debut of Regina King. It got three Oscar nominations. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, I strongly suggest you check it out. He's also been in Peaky Blinders and was in High Fidelity, which I haven't seen High Fidelity. I do watch Peaky Blinders. High Fidelity, that's a, is that a remake of the old High Fidelity with John Cusack and Jack Black? I don't know. I think so. It's got Zoe, Zoe. Kravitz? Kravitz, yeah. Kravitz, there's so many Zoes. I was like (laughs) Zoe Deschanel, Zoe That's initially popped in my head. Yeah. But she's busy right now. She's not an accident anymore. (laughs) She's building houses with her new husband. Hmm. She's with the guy from, she's one of the Property Brothers. They're getting married. Wow. Well, yeah, good. That's weird. Weird. I've been watching a lot of New Girl lately. So whenever I watch a show, I deep dive and like, what are these guys doing now? 
Wow, weird. Yeah. One thing, a sidebar. I've been like, like I said, I've been watching New Girl lately, and a huge Jack Johnson fan. Is that his name? <laughs> as big of a fan as I am, Jake Johnson. Jack Johnson. Jack Jake Johnson, Johnson is, is a, a singer. Yeah, love them both. But Jake <laughs> Johnson, I think, would make a great Hal Jordan. Like yeah. obviously, he would have to go through the you know steroid program that the movie, <laughs> yeah, the process, <laughs> yeah, that he'd have to go through the Chris Evans workout routine. But I think that he would. He has the dry humor. He has like a, a kind of even though he's dumb in the show, he has sort of a smart banter. And yeah, he and he. I would love to see him anything that he's not like schlubby and fat. He even did an interview about that. He's like, I don't know why I always play those characters. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and he was Spider Man. So he's isn't yeah. he's open to doing superhero stuff. And I think he would be a great Hal Jordan. Which is my opinion. And not Army Hammer. No, unless Army Hammer should be a Red Lantern because they <laughs> throw up blood, <laughs> and I'm sure he's done that. <laughs> recently <laughs> oh shit he has no problem getting into character mm-hmm. so i don't know who the character who the main villain of secret invasion would be i would have i thought it would be the queen of the scrolls but maybe, maybe it's a really maybe it's a really racist movie it's just like i <laughs> yeah it's just people automatically, people automatically think he's bad <laughs> yeah he's like whoa man i'm just chilling <laughs> he should be super scroll and they should introduce but see you can't do Super Scroll without introducing the Fantastic Four. So, and I don't want to open up that. There are three ways that <laughs> Secret Invasion will. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Uh, someone news that I thought that you might find interesting. <laughs> mm. Not really. The Toys R Us brand has a new owner, owner and they are planning to reopen stores this year. Mm. What do you think about that? I love Toys R Us, first of all. I went in there all the time. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And I would go in and, and cry to myself that I couldn't buy anything. I would window shop. Yeah. Even though I would usually buy something if I liked it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would love to see Toys R Us again. They had great exclusives. Uh, I used to buy, they used, they just carried weird shit. Like that's where I bought my big O figures. Like yeah. they had this anime I, back in the day. Uh, all my Gundam figures I got from there. Like it's a special place in my heart. We went there in New York great store um and i would love to see that so i hope that it's true i don't think we'll get one here no i I mean i would be excited to see it they had everything like you said they had like a complete uh, anime sort of mech aisle they had a complete superhero aisle and it was Mm -hmm. just like the best way to go they had games and they had comic books like it was the place that i would go to hide from my wife (laughs) which we weren't married then but still i'm a i don't want to grow up <laughs> one thing that i thought well i didn't put it in the notes but did you see that they finally revealed who new master 69 was no new master oh. from thor or from endgame yeah. you know he thor gets on the thing and he's like new master 69 they finally yeah. revealed who it was in an xbox ad it was the guy okay so there's a guy in oh so the guy that he was working at the Apple store in yes winter soldier or civil war it was civil war now he works for xbox and he said that his name was new max that's funny i didn't even i didn't even (laughs) catch that and you know what's funny is that's the guy from uh he used to do um 
He was in Mystery Squad. He used to be in that whole group with uh-huh. uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. yeah. He looks really old now. Yeah, and he looks better with long hair and a beard, though. He also looks like uh, your friend, a guy we went to high school with. Um, Brett? Brett. Yeah. He looks, <laughs> I've I always saw, thought that. I saw, I saw what it's like. Is that the Brett guy? But no. Wasn't him. Nope. Ugh. That's all the news I got. What do you got? You got any news? I haven't really been keeping up with video game stuff. I'm sure there's something that has come out. Not really keeping keeping track of video games as much. Um, ooh, but uh, I know that Hasbro's releasing some stuff. Fuck, I can't remember anything. Yeah. I know that there's, uh, there's some new Transformer stuff coming out. There's some new Marvel Legends waves coming out. Um, NECA's coming out with a few reveals. They're doing like Werewolves in London, which is kind of cool. Um, uh, Masco's releasing pre-orders for Destro yesterday. Hmm. So Tuesday, I mean, no, Wednesday, today, right? Yeah, today. Okay. Yeah. So today, the li- that you're listening to this, they've already sold out of Destro, <laughs> yeah. unless you're listening to this early. Um, let's see. I can't think of anything else. I just sold something on eBay. That's why I was kind of distracted. It's like, go. <laughs> Any figures that you are looking for? I know you said you're kind of on. I went to Wichita, I went to our hometown last weekend and got to see Simon and some of the guys. And so that was exciting. Um, I bought some comic books, not as much as I would have if my wife wasn't around. So I know you said you were kind of on a freeze for now, like a, you know, voluntary freeze. Well, here's the deal. I bought, I I had been buying and selling things. um, And I bought a few things in advance before I sold things. Nice. So I had racked up a little bit on the credit card. And uh, anyway, we, we, we got our income tax returns and then we got our Biden bucks all at the same time. Um, Oh, I haven't got mine yet. Yeah. I convinced Nicole to split a thousand so we both took 500 and uh i used all of that <laughs> to pay for shit that i'd already bought um so yeah i uh, feel like you didn't you didn't really get to split a thousand kind of right right uh so it was some things that were like i kept the money that i'd already sold you know what i mean yeah, instead yeah, of paying yeah. with the credit but yeah point is um so that's why i'm on a spending freeze i'm trying not to go that same route i kind yeah. of a little nuts <laughs> Um, but I am getting the Batman um triumphant figure that I told you about, the Boffex figure that's coming out really soon. That and then I'll, I'll probably go and get that Punisher just to have the, the, the body. body. I did start watching the show again and I like it a little better. You don't like that guy, you hate that guy. I don't, but the show's okay. The show's pretty good, man. I, I liked yeah. it a lot. Second season, not so much, but the first season I, I really enjoyed. And I don't even hate him, I just think he acts the same in everything. Yeah, he talks like this. Uh, well, and then he talks like this, and then and then and then and then and then and then he talks like this, like he repeats himself, or he'll do like the long pause. He's like, "Yeah, it was." He squints his eyes. He looks up. Yeah, he, it, it, it was bad in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. You know? But yeah, he's saying from The Walking Dead yeah, every time. <clears throat> but anyway. Um. Yeah, that, there was something else that I wanted to ask you about, but I totally am drawing a blank. So I, there was something, and I, and I was gonna, I was like, re- remember to mention this today, mm-hmm. and I forgot. Oh, I did buy like a Kermit the Frog figure, which is cool. So Diamond yeah. Select has these great Muppet figures. So 
get a chance, uh, y'all should get them. They're fun. If I uh, wasn't a huge Muppets fan, like I don't know if you know this about me, I'm a huge Muppets fan. I, I would have made fun of you for buying that, but I really, I'm like, I love all the movies. Have them all on DVD. I just, I love it. It was a huge part of my childhood. Yeah, I feel like I got my sense of humor from the Muppets, so I, I think it's great that you got those. Oh yeah, I love the Muppets, and I thought it was. I thought it was fun to do Kermit like fighting ninjas, but Nicole was like, what are those ninjas doing to Kermit? I was like, he's fighting. Nin- Is that not apparent? I guess not. Does he have a banjo? Did he come with a banjo? Yeah. Yeah. That's freaking great. great. Banjo. He comes with a bunch of shit. Comes with his little nephew or whatever. Little, little. Yeah. 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 Um, that's pretty cool. And I don't know if you saw yesterday. So they had a, one of the Raptors, like the Amber collection Raptors for sale at target so i went ahead and got one because i've had one on my list for a while and uh i was sitting there looking i was like i bet i can fit a uh trench coat on this boy <laughs> and so i made him detective delta jppd yeah i saw that and i automatically wanted to write a comic book about it yeah i'm gonna have to get a little fedora i get all these ideas about comic book characters at the most random times and i'm just like i just need to do something even if it's like the worst drawn <laughs> book, it's like, I just need to put it out. People do them all the time, man. Yeah. Like last night, I was bothering you guys. You got you were you weren't feeling well, so you were asleep. But I came up with this character. <laughs> he's as strong as he's basically Superman, Hyperion, and Sentry combined together. Except his weakness is if he gets punched one time, he automatically like momentarily loses his powers and faints. So it's like if you can land a hit on Superman, you pretty much win. <laughs> yeah, his name is one, like, I, one HP. <laughs> I like I love. So I wouldn't. I don't know if in the comic book world that makes sense, but I wouldn't name myself my weakness. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, a lot of times I, characters don't name themselves. Yeah, he's a one HP bitch. No, <laughs> I do. I like. I, honestly, I was thinking about. It, I was like. Yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> like a regular dude, it just lets like a regular guy. He doesn't have like maybe super senses like Superman or whatever, but a guy could hit him with the slingshots from so far away, knock him down. And then is he bulletproof though? Does it act like a bulletproof vest where it hits him and it knocks him down? But yeah, I would him? imagine it knocks him down. Like he's, I would say that he's immortal, but he's just like loses his power. So you could beat the crap out of him, send him to it's the like hospital. A, He's like a fainting goat. Yeah. <laughs> like, <he's>, I, like, <laughs> I think it would be great and silly. Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea. One thing that I was going to bring up is that we had talked about going to the Metroplex and meeting up with some of our friends and just like doing a Heroclix marathon, setting up like two cameras and just recording a couple of matches of Heroclix. One, because we used to do it all the time and it was so much fun. And two, it would just be like I extra extra content i thought i had a blast i enjoyed it but i remember so i had the original hero clicks which up against like new hero clicks weren't shit trash yeah yeah i've been talking with our buddy webb who's been on the podcast before and he had just bought this thing on steam called tabletop simulator or something like that Mm -hmm. and i've seen some people do mods for hero clicks and so i was gonna mess around with that and see if we can uh, get a hero clicks game going on there until coronavirus clears up and we can make a trip well i'll have my second shot on april 7th so yeah well i went back home this past weekend so i probably have the coronavirus (laughs) 
everybody sh- everybody shamed me into taking my mask off in public. <laughs> Peer oh, pressure, man. man. It doesn't exist here anymore. Peer pressure, man. What is oh, that? You know? What is that dumbass doing? I, yeah, I don't know. You only you only went one place, and we weren't all coughing on each other. Yeah, that's true. But like nerds typically are stereotypically unhygienic. So. But they also don't go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. There was that weird old guy that was like getting real close to us. Yeah, he's like, hey, what are y'all looking at? <laughs> yeah, I thought one of you guys knew him. Nope. So I was waiting on the introduction, but. No, nope, he was just trying to be nice. And we all looked at him like, what the fuck <laughs> you want? And then you you and I were sitting there talking. And then he just like comes and like brushes his hip against your shoulder. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't think I'll peruse over here. Yeah. Like, uh, the lump. What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I just showed anyway. socially awkward we really are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, old guy, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for humoring <laughs> us. Yeah, right. That's all the news we got. So we're going to take a break to listen to some ads, and uh, we'll be right back. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, Go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards, all your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for listening to those ads. And as always, if you didn't, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah, we won't hate this you. Is gonna be, we won't hate you for it. This is going to be the section of the podcast where we review a comic book. A trade. Some people call it a trade. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you had noticed that I was going to go a different route this time. But this is the section of the podcast where we do a trade review. As Simon said, let's get into it. This time we're reviewing Daredevil Volume 1. I think this is series number. Who knows? But I know it's by Chip Zdarsky. Um Coming straight off of oh man, who's the guy's name? Charles Charles Soul oh. had a Daredevil. Charles Soul. He had a Daredevil run right before this, which was really good. You and I both appreciate Daredevil. He has had some interesting runs. I I love a lot of his stories, but I honestly fell off when he was doing the um, Shadow. He became Shadowland. He was evil. I just I read it all, but I was like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not I'm not down with this. I did read Mark Wade's run. I I liked that a lot. And I did read uh Charles Soule's run right before this. Um and I I hope that it wasn't this volume wasn't too um dependent on that. 
Like I know there was a few things throughout it that kind of referenced, <clears throat> yeah, you know, the past. But I, I hope that it wasn't too much for you. Yeah. And Simon's going to take it away. We're just going to jump right in. Last month or last week, we tried a new format. We finally, I think, we finally landed on one. We're going to do sort of a summary, uh, slight remarks, and then talk about the things we like in each issue rather than going panel by panel. So, take it away, Sam Doggy Dog. Charles Soule ended his run on Daredevil with the death of Daredevil. That story ended uh, Soule's run on a high note. It also put Matt Murdock, <laughs> sorry, it also put Matt Murdock in a spot he has only been a few times in his life, a survivor of a near-death experience. It was possibly the closest that Matt ca- came to dying, and that's because it's tough to see the character return to who he was before the accident. That's where Chip Zdarsky and Marco Chiquetto are stepping in to tell <laughs> are stepping in to tell the story of what comes next for Matt as Daredevil. <laughs> Sorry. Can Matt continue to be the man without fear, or did his near-death experience shake him to his core? Daredevil number one is an excellent start to Chip Zdarsky and Marco Chiquetto's run on the series. Zdarsky makes great use of where Charles Soule left the character and crafts a story that has a lot of potential as multiple intriguing plot lines are introduced. Chiquetto's artwork complemented Zdarsky's story perfectly as we come to understand where Matt Murdock is now. If you're a Daredevil fan, this is a must read for sure. Okay, so again, I'm a huge Daredevil fan. I will also say that this book is already propped up pretty high because Marco Cicchetto is one of my favorite superhero comic book artists. I mean, the dude knows how to draw superheroes. And Chip Zdarsky also is one of my favorite writers. So this book, without me reading it, I was like, okay, I'm going to like it. I'm a Daredevil fan. I like both of these guys. I'm in. Mm. I feel like this is a good jumping on point for a Daredevil fan. As someone that hasn't kept up with a lot of Daredevil lately, what do you think? Um, I liked the introduction of the character kind of as like a like he de-leveled. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. It reminded yeah, me yeah, it yeah. reminded me of like Dark Souls. Like you die and you start anew because I read the Shadowlands stuff too, and he was a little bit too powerful for my liking for like yeah. Daredevil. Though I like the- uh, ultra ninja leader of the hand yeah. <laughs> and i don't i don't um think that being a leader of the hand makes you too powerful i mean that was kind of cool but um i like him as a man on the street kind of guy that's yeah me too that's my favorite part about daredevil and you know the defenders in general uh i think that they're just like boots on the ground kind of characters i really enjoy that um the fact that he does like a boxing thing is cool too yeah. i don't know yeah, I like that he's he fights ninjas and multiple times throughout volume one, you see his analog to his dad's boxing, like the way he reads fights. Like, yes, he fights ninjas. He's sort of a ninja, but he also like predicts fights and punches like like a boxer would, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate that. So you, when I was reading this first issue, because it's been a while since I've read this one, uh, the first five issues, I was like, damn, Simon doesn't know he got hit by a truck. <laughs> and like the the last issue of of uh souls run he gets hit by a truck so he's like about to die and you honestly think that he dies and so this picks up pretty well and and i the one thing that i the one calm that i would have about this issue is that i wish that it had 
maybe just a page of that backstory. Yeah. Since this is a completely new run and a, and a good jumping on point, this is seriously a great jumping on point if you're a Daredevil fan. I just wish that it had that one panel of like, you know, because he's beat up, he's run down, he's running around, he looks like he's, like you said, starting over, mm-hmm. building himself back up. I wish that we just had that one page or panel of context, like maybe he even references it in the dialogue. Right. He does. And I mean, it's funny because they do kind of go to, you know, his past a little bit um, uh, with him in the Catholic church and his dad kind of leaving him there. And then, you know, after he goes blind, spoiler alert. um, And then (laughs) I thought thought that was funny. But anyway, (laughs) if you you have no idea who Daredevil (laughs) is. Yeah. Um, But yeah. that would be nice because I really had no idea what had happened to him. I, I knew about the Shadowland stuff, and I remember that was like years ago. That was a long time ago, yeah. Um, so, and that's why I say this book is a, is a good jumping on point for Daredevil fans, like trying to get back into comics or, or that maybe you watch the show and you want to read Daredevil books because it does touch on those things, like sort of his relationship with his dad, very vaguely you know, his dad was not there a lot. They touch on that. His relationship with the Catholic church, which is a big part of the character. They talk, they talk about that a lot. And they just talk that this first issue specifically deals with the inner struggle of daredevil. I'm like his faith necessary is going straight against what he does, but he justifies it as like, it's good. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't matter. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. It's good. God put me here to do this. And so it just, it kind of talks about that inner struggle and I, I really appreciate that. And I think they did it really well. Yeah. Um. so yeah. And what do you think about the art? What do you think about Marco Chichero? Uh I dig it. I I agree with what you're saying. Like he, he, it's the perfect combination of being like nice and realistic but stylized at the same time yeah yeah it's like i said and that's why i specifically said comic book art like he is superheroes some people didn't like his daredevil suit but like i feel like he changed it enough to where it's like just not a dude in complete spandex Mm -hmm. he's wearing pants and he has the bandages around his hands it's like it's yeah it's come on man you can change the character he doesn't have to be a dude in freaking latex (laughs) you know who said that? There was a joke. A comedian talked about like people seeing Daredevil coming from a mile away because he's wearing latex. So he's like walking down an alley and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said that. You didn't say that? I thought that was you. I, I, maybe I said that. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> I, I said something. Wow, that's a real comedic genius moment. Yeah, yeah. I referenced myself. I remember, yeah, we were talking about that or like like a wingscoot oh, yeah. type like <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's embarrassing. And <laughs> flattering to myself. Yeah. Self-love here on the Wednesday pool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump in to issue number two. A- issue number one for me was is it was good. It was a good first issue. Yeah, it's a good intro. A random fight has seemingly left a criminal dead at the hands of Daredevil, and now he is the most wanted man in New York. There's an uncertainty to this issue, despite Daredevil's conviction that he did not slip up and kill someone by accident, which I loved. I loved how adamant he was Yeah, the entire time. He's like, I didn't do it. He checks himself numerous times in the issue, and even though every single time he checks, 
it's like, damn, 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 damn. I didn't kill anybody. And, and by the end, you can't help but wonder, you can't help but wonder if it really happened with no strings attached. It, I feel like it, it was written so well that like, it, it could have, maybe you did kill him. Mm-hmm. But you know, Kingpin, if you didn't know in context of comic book world, he is the mayor of New York now. He cheated his way into becoming the mayor. And so he's doing this whole like vigilantes are bad campaign. So it's easy to think that like, oh, Kingpin set him up. They also talk about the owl in this or maybe at some point in the volume. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to think like maybe he's getting set up. Like this is a superhero comic book. Like obviously he's getting set up, right? Like that's the thing you automatically think it is. Right. But by the end of the issue, you're like, damn. You just you messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you messed up and you killed somebody. I liked this one. I felt like the pacing was real good. What do you think about issue number two? Uh, I agree. Like the the times where he's going out and he's like he he like pens that doctor. Like who did the examination? How did Kingpin get in here? Like, um, yeah, it was uh, it was great. Um, I liked the conversation between him and the doctor too because he was like. Uh, and the, everybody talks about how aggressive he is mm-hmm. throughout this entire volume. And the doctor's like, um, hey, man, we've seen people that you beat up. We've fixed people that you beat up. They all end up walking out of here and get better. Like you are surgical with how you beat the crap out of these people. Right. But this time you drop the ball. Yeah, I, I, I do like that. He's like, you should have been a doctor. You know, yeah. Because how well yeah. you know the human body. And it really, this whole volume also plays to how you know, us as readers, we know Daredevil's blind. Even though he has the super, you know, echolocation thing, he's still blind. But how no one else really knows that. Mm-hmm. And like, I, it, it really, I had to consciously picture it like that. Like, no one knows he's blind. They just think it's Daredevil, another person beating the crap out of people in the streets. Right. Well, and at the end of this issue, you don't really know his fate. Because um, the last panel is him getting shot, right? Yeah, yeah. So he ends up his he double checks throughout multiple times he goes to the doctor he listens in on kingpin's conversation he's like I'm, i got this motherfucker i just need to hear his heart you know do the you know lie detector nope kingpin's telling the truth mm-hmm. goes back to the scene of the crime he's off you know because he's just getting back to you know to his superhero days and so he's trying to figure it out he doesn't even notice that the police officer uh lieutenant cole or Detective Cole, which is a great character that they introduced in this comic book. Um, I haven't quite figured him out, but he just, he really seems like a, just a cop that is no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, no, he's not bad. He's not anything like that. Like, he legitimately thinks if Daredevil killed this person, he needs to answer for this. Because later on, he's like, Kingpin is evil. Kingpin's next, <laughs> you know? Right. And so. <laughs> he ends up shooting him and then you end up like you, the issue ends with him on the ground and they're calling it in. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, another thing, Oh, what I was going to mention, sorry. Another thing is I like one thing I like about this series and we'll get into it more as it goes along. It's like, there's no span of time in between this, the, the issue. So usually issues might, they might have a, couple days in between or whatever like everything from one to five on this is continuous like it's happening right yeah it's all within like a whole 72 hour 48 hour span yeah so not only is 
Matt Murdock, like recovering from getting hit by a truck apparently, but um, he's also like running himself ragged. Yeah. Yeah. He goes from a fight with the thugs in the first issue to a fist fight in the second issue or is that in the first issue? I think he does. He does. Fist That's in the third issue. Yeah. Well, he's he's fighting some people in the in the second issue, I think, and then yeah, because he's like, I need to. They think I'm a murderer if I hide. If I'm not Daredevil, then that's proving him right. Like I need to go out there and show them that I protect people. Right. He has a lot of cool moments too, where he's like, they automatically won't believe me because I'm a guy that beats people up in a devil costume. Right. He's like. That, yeah, maybe you maybe you picked the wrong costume, dude. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe you should have let Johnny Blaze have that one. I never understood that. I never understood why Johnny Blaze, after he wasn't Ghost Rider anymore, wasn't Daredevil. Like not like the superhero Daredevil, but like he's an actual yeah, you know, Daredevil character. When this guy just beats people up in the streets, just the Daredevil, Red Devil. I don't know. All right, all right. Issue number three. Simon, take it away. Issue number three, Daredevil has been encumbered by the combined weight of a police force controlled by Mayor Wilson Fisk, a tragic accident that he may never fully recover from, and the death of a criminal that is looking more and more like a murder at his hand. This house of cards that Daredevil's world has become crashes down as he is shot by by and faces looming arrest at the hands of anti-vigilante detective Cole North. So as we mentioned, like at the end of issue two, he shot. But at this one, uh, this whole issue is basically like his escape. Um, It was a little weird. (laughs) Like the fist fight in the streets was a little weird. I like that they're making Detective Cole sort of the hero of the story, even though it is Daredevil. You know, you have to deal with maybe sometimes... So it's like an accidental death with police officers mm-hmm. or doctors or anything like that. Like he's a hero, but now he's conflicted with this death that he might've caused. Right. And this police officer has shown no negative, even though negative occurrences have been brought to him, shuts it down. He's straight up the good guy of this story right now. And so even though he's going against our quote unquote hero, he's still good. And so this this fist fight they get into in the middle of the issue was cool, but it was like yeah. it's kind of weird. strange. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, it was a comic book moment for sure. Yeah, but I like you know he catches <laughs> like uh, Matt Murdock is trying to get Daredevil's trying to get away, and he's like wearing these custom uh, this regular ass clothes like a trench coat or whatever, and then dude catches him because his red boots. Yeah. Uh, one thing I I really want to bring up that I love throughout this is how uh marco uh (laughs) depicts the radar vision oh so good um yeah super cool um very cool even how sadarsky references it like they have him on the he wakes up from blacking out from getting shot and he's like a lot of people don't know this about me even the people that know like the real me he was like, I don't have a back. Yeah. I was like, if you're behind me, you're basically, I'm looking right at you. And he was like, so this police, and then you have to think about it. Like, it makes you think. So you have to think about it. If you're the police officer and you have the drop on this guy, but he's not turned around, he's actually looking at you. So he can plan out all these different moves. I just thought that was really cool. I agree. Yeah, that was that was neat. And I, and I wonder, it made me think like, damn, how hard was that to get used to? 
Because like yeah. they depict him, even the shitty Ben Affleck movie, they depict him like freaking out when he wakes up. And it, I would imagine that's how it is. <laughs> like, yeah. if if you saw everything based on like sound waves, basing uh, uh, kind of bouncing off of things, he even kind of talks about like like uh, Ben Affleck's characters, like oh, in the rain, I can truly see. Like he kind of talks. Yeah, about stuff. he talks about it at a concert or at the at the club yeah 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 he's like the club is the best place to, for me because i hear conversations and the music vibrations bouncing off people's bodies and you know people i've heard the complaint about daredevil is like because of his sonar he's technically not blind and i'm like think about it man just because you can see that would be extremely difficult to one comprehend and two like master right yeah like yes this character has mastered that ability but at the same time, it's it's purely situational, and he has to be in complete concentration to be able to like completely grasp the situation around him. Yeah, and that's that's basically what I'm saying. Like, I think, um, I don't know. I just think it would be like crazy hard to like understand. Yeah, that's what makes him a superhero yeah, is that the he's fact that he doesn't fucking trip out. Like, yeah, he's not an immense and the fact and, and it's also like. Think about your sight. Like your sight, you can see everything around you. This guy re- legitimately is like a three foot area around. And how do you how do you like how do you discern where your front is? Like how do you comprehend yeah, it? Yeah, like, you're right. You like, know, how... like this is okay. I see my hand, so this is my front. Yeah, and maybe yeah. he just People... developed that over time. Maybe it wasn't that acute and 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 maybe it's and it's not that easy as you see in this issue like there's numerous times where people are like i snuck up on you and i shouldn't have been able to and it's like he's taking a lot of pain pills he's just ran ragged at this point because like you said it's been time has not stopped mm-hmm. within these first five issues and he is a lot happens and so it's like he this is someone that at peak situations his powers really help him out but like now he got shot he shouldn't have got shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that, and there's some really there's cool. some pretty cool stuff that happens in this that interrupts the fist fight. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, um, but it's pretty cool and it brings in another character. Which I mean, we kind of well, you got you got we got to talk about it yeah Tyler, because we kind of got to bring it up. So the fist fight is interrupted by some gunfire on these police cars that have encircled them, and uh, and it basically allows daredevil to escape because he gets knocked out. Like he is, he is uh, knocked out and he's arrested and Cole puts him. And he, and he had already got shot. Yeah. Yeah. So. so Cole puts him in the back of this cruiser and they're ready to go. But then there's some like 50 cows shooting randomly into all these cars, um, allowing him to escape. Um, I'll tell you this, even though I had read this when it first came out, when rereading this i had no idea what was going on hmm. i was like what i i forgot i blanked and i was like what is happening right now there were a few spots that were a little confusing and and it was mainly like in those radar vision portions where i was just yeah. confused on who's who yeah it would show like people get knocked out and being unconscious and but then it would also show him. Well, that's what I was like. Is is that him? That is he looking at himself? Yeah, maybe he is. Uh, anyway, so at the end, he's he's saved, you know, as he's escaping and enter the Punisher. So that's the end of issue. Trey. Yeah, the Punisher saves him, and I really like in this volume how crazy they make the Punisher, like. 
a lot of times you don't really see Punisher or hear Punisher talk. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of this stoic character that kills bad guys. That's pretty much his MO. But you got to think he's got to be a little bit unhinged. His family got killed in front of him. And again, he's he is a serial killer. Okay. Like whether he's doing it for good or bad, he is a murderer that kills a lot of people. The way he explains it in issue four is like, it's really hard to disagree with the way he says it. He At one point he says, I look at it like this. I'm a math guy. I kill more of them. There ends up being more heroes than bad guys. <laughs> Yeah. That's me. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Issue number four. Things have only continued to go from bad to worse for Daredevil after his near-death experience. The last issue was a major blow to Daredevil after losing a street fight to Detective Cole North, which I thought was cool. We talked about the boxing moments. He he plans out the fight before he starts fighting him. And then he's just like, oh, man, this guy's just throwing wild punches. And they just connect. And Daredevil wow. also had just got. Yeah, I like that because he realizes that this guy knows what he's doing. Like he yeah. he like throws up his hand to block a, a you know a large roundhouse. I guess not a roundhouse, but whatever you call. And then he's like, "Oh shit, that was a feint!" And he gets punched yeah. with the other one. And then he just gets knocked out, yeah. which I thought was great that he lost the fight because we've always we've seen Shadowland Daredevil with the giant demon horns. We've seen Daredevil. Uh, you haven't read it, but in um, he takes Heimdall's sword in the War of Realms. Like we've seen this <laughs> world a badass daredevil. It's good to see him like lose a street fight. Yeah. And that's because that's the daredevil I like. That's a daredevil yeah. I like. Like I feel like the Netflix series did him so well. Did a great job. Yeah. Because it really the dude. I feel like it got a lot of influence from this and then sort of the original Daredevil run. Mm-hmm. I feel like this book, I mean, got a lot of influence from that show and some of the old Daredevil books. So, Daredevil, his reputation is looking worse and worse. I did appreciate in issue three that some of the cops, or a lot of the cops that are good cops, had a respect for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't let him take off his mask. They also wouldn't step in because they were like, hey, you know, you saved my cousin, you saved my brother, you saved my mom. Like, yeah, they, they mentioned, they mentioned like, don't, uh, don't lead a, a cop away in, in cuffs or whatever. Like, yeah. basically, they look after their own and we're not going to let you show off to the media this yeah. hero in cuffs. And Yeah, because whether he accidentally killed somebody or not, he needs an answer for it. He also has done a lot of good, like, again, saving cousins, families, saving lots of people. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was really cool. And like you said, how will this meeting with the Punisher turn out for Daredevil? I Punisher's crazy. Daredevil number four, for me, was like a perfect comic book as far as like we talked about street level it was a perfect street level comic book to me at at times it seemed like they were crafting this greater narrative but then it just got back down to like punisher so we're led to believe daredevil's careless and he killed this guy and the media is portraying him to be a murderer Mm -hmm. frank castle's like about time, man. Yeah, I've been following you. you I've been watching. Finally you. got it. It's like my conversation <laughs> with my cousin. I did a status <laughs> update, and he was like, "You finally get it, man. Let me tell you about the Q and on." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." Yeah, yeah. crazy people. Daryl's like, I, "I get it, man. I've been watching you, and I don't like liars, and I don't like phonies, and you've always been a phony." He was like, "This guy has killed people, killed people all over again. You will beat the crap out of him, but you won't put him down." And Daredevil's like, I just won't cross that line. 
there was a great moment where there's a lot of great moments in this issue. There was a moment where he's like, you're right. Frank Castle's like, you're right. I'll let him go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, but then Daredevil or Frank Castle all obviously knows he's what he's about to do. Yeah. Cause he's like, Oh, he's got nowhere to go. What's he going to do? I, <laughs> two, I, gra- <laughs> two grabs the gun. He's like, Pop! yeah, I told you. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciated that so much. That's really yeah. like 100% because, he was like, I will let him go. And yeah. uh, he goes back to his nature because he's been beating on him, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like, what are you going to do with a trapped animal? Like an animal that you hunted. Like he's going to fight his way out. Right. Uh, Daredevil the old time is sticking to what he is. He's not Frank Castle. And I won't go into too much of their dialogue back and forth because it is, I feel like, very important. But he did say one thing that was really cool. And I thought it was like a badass comic book moment. He scolds Frank Castle for like numerous pages. And then he says, you know what? You were a demon. And he says, but I'm the devil. Mm-hmm. And he shoots these two things and explodes. <laughs> and then he, I love it because like we talked about Daredevil getting beat up, Daredevil losing his edge sort of thing is cool because immediately after he does his badass, you know, yeah, he blow, he, Keanu Reeves moment. Yeah. He, he's like, God damn it. That was stupid. Yeah. He blows up dynamite <laughs> and then he blows up yeah. like, some some ammo and shit and yeah he's like how dumb yeah yeah he says this badass line that he's just like god i want to do that and i wanted the same thing i'm like you don't know how to get out of this space you know it's a safe house i thought that was so good not just the badass line but like the immediate after effect of him being like damn it that sucked uh so yeah this issue ends pretty well uh he knows that he has to, at this point, Punisher, Punisher let him know that the owl is up to something. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, if I'm going to turn myself in, I think he, I don't know if he made the choice to turn himself in yet, but he's like, I got to end this real quick. One last hoorah. Yeah. And that's kind of where issue four ends. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, just speaking of the Punisher. So again, this is a continuation. Like this is all happening within 72 hours. Yeah. The Punisher has taken the bullet out of his shoulder, I assume. Um, so he's all taped up and everything. He doesn't have a shirt on, just bandages. And uh, freaking, <laughs> he takes the Punisher shirt. And I was like, that's cool. I don't know. Cool. It just, uh, it struck me. That was like a fan service moment because it looked cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. I was like, damn, I need that figure. <laughs> yeah right i thought about that too yeah it was very dope but that 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 is where uh issue four ends is him you know escaping you know he he basically knocks the shit out of frank castle and then saves him from this explosion that he created uh, and we'll talk about it in issue five but i i love the shirt even more in issue five yeah mm-hmm. how they reference it so issue five take it away all right Uh, Daredevil has been on quite the journey since his near-death experiences. Um, While still recovering from his severe injuries, Matt Murdock has continued to patrol the streets of Hell's Kitchen as Daredevil. Those injuries have led to Matt not being able to fight with his full ability. It has gotten to the point that his sloppy fighting caused Daredevil to accidentally kill someone. This event has damaged Daredevil's reputation as a superhero, which has led him... uh, getting into a street fight with an NYPD detective and battle with the Punisher. To say things haven't gone good for Daredevil would be an understatement. Can things get any worse, or will things start to improve for the man without fear? 
Daredevil number five was another excellent chapter in Chip Zdarsky's and Marco Chiquetos run on this series. Ever since Daredevil accidentally killed someone, Zdarsky has put the character on a path where there is a genuine concern for his choices. That all came to head with how things went down in the battle against the Owl and two emotional scenes with the Defenders and Spider-Man, where things ended up creating... uh, where things ended up created a lot of unknowns for the direction of Matt Murdock uh, and where he'll go now. That sense of unknown makes what happens next in Daredevil a must read for fans. So, uh, so we're reading kind of a summary thing, uh, (laughs) but yeah, it was interesting. So I don't know anything about the app. I know nothing about that. I really don't either. I know he's a Daredevil villain and he's just kind of lame. So when, I will tell you a little bit of backstory. When uh, Kingpin becomes the mayor, he also lays the groundwork for other crime bosses to like have sections of New York. Mm -hmm. And that's another one of those context things before. So the owl has a section of New York. And in this, he's trying to take it from another crime boss. Trying to go into his, that's where the whole premise is starting a war in Hell's Kitchen. So the owl, I just know that he's a lame character. He looks pretty lame. He also looks like Wolverine. So yeah, he yeah he always has like a old sad Wolverine, <clears throat> old sad Wolverine. This issue, this issue to me had a so many great moments. It was hard to think about it as one issue. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> it had the great fight between the owl, uh, not even the owl, but like his thug. Yeah, the the, the thug. Uh, I love that you see this sense for daredevil's like not only radar sense but the fact that he knows how to like work something i don't know he's always like using his canes for like swinging and shit like that and i love he just throws that chain and he's got this guy that he cannot do any damage to now iron man level armor is what he says yeah but he just throws a chain on a truck and drags his ass (laughs) i like the we talked about imagery of this of the shirt and we'll talk about a few times in this referencing this issue but the page of or the panel of him with the shirt on with like the Captain America shield, but it's just like the cop car door. And he's just like, Oh, this is, I'm not done yet. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> because he, after he beats that guy with the, you know, the takes him off in the tr- or the van or whatever, he's like, Oh man, that was tough, but it's over with. And then he turns around, there's like 20 guys running at him. He's like, well, it's not over for them. And he like picks this <laughs> car door up. Yeah. And starts running at him. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> again, he's just like, he's been shot. So he still has a gunshot wound. He, he's just slugging through this issue. Yeah, man. he's been in a fight. He gets stabbed a couple of times in this. Uh, he's been in a fight with the Punisher. <laughs> he's been through an explosion. <laughs> it just keeps going. Um, he's got a concussion for sure. There's no way he doesn't have a concussion after a giant explosion right in front of him. Yeah, but then... I love anything that brings in characters that aren't necessarily part of that book. So I, Jessica Jones, um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist show up, which is cool. Yeah. Defender buddies. Yeah. It was cool because as you and I have talked about multiple times in this, in this episode, it's, it's good to see Daredevil get beat down because that's kind of who he is. Yeah. Like just, just slogging against like fighting and fighting and fighting until you just give out. And so he's fighting these guys. just like, panel after panel just fighting these thugs and then he's finally just like fuck that's it i'm i'm about to get beat down and then he's like oh man my friends but 
are they here to save me or are they here to bring me in because they know I'm a murderer? And this is all like inner dialogue right. with him. Yeah. With his like guilty consciousness like weighing him down too, not only his freaking numerous injuries. Yeah. And and you find out that I mean, they obviously save him and uh mm-hmm. but you know, he's kind of being taken care of by the defenders, which is great. But and then they it, he go they they start telling him, uh, and we don't mean to go panel by panel, but uh, one thing yeah. I like is like we've all killed somebody. You know, there's always, and it's the same thing you hear. Like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Scrubs, but they kind of bring it up in a lighthearted sense there uh, as doctors. It's like, yeah, you know, you're the point of your job is not to kill somebody, but we've all killed mm-hmm. somebody. And once yeah. you've done your first one. Like it doesn't get easier, but it's not going to be as traumatic from here on out. If you can't take the first one, you can't take more than that. Yeah, and we are. And yeah, we're not trying to go panel by panel, but these are for, from in my opinion, this last issue had so many big moments, right? And they're breaking it down, and it happens more than once. Not even with just the defenders. They're like, we we do it, but that's not like it's just part of the job. Yeah, it happens, but then it just happens. It's not intentional. We're all safe. We're all careful, but it it will happen. Accidents happen. And but he throughout the entire issue, exhaustion, pain meds, already depressed about bouncing back and doubting himself about bouncing back after almost dying. All these things and you know, throughout the issues he's dealing with his his uh faith mm-hmm. because you see that happen a lot. And so he's just like, what are you guys talking about? You guys are murderers. We're all murderers. And so you see it switch into like a manic sort of thing right. instead yeah. of actual like understanding right. where people are coming from. Yeah, and I really thought he was going to get some kind of relief from that, but he didn't. No, he flipped it the other way. Yeah. I do like the the reference to the original Daredevil costume, which is my favorite, uh, yeah, just for the that one panel. Yeah. It's cool. Um the the appearance of Spider-Man was a big one for me. And I love oh, when Spider-Man man, is like the wise character. Like it was so you and I, for the context of people that are listening, are huge fans of Spider-Man as well. Yeah, but I mean I, every so everybody likes Spider-Man. I well, most everybody. But we have some friends that hate Spider-Man. The thing I love about Spider-Man is the way it's mentioned here is like he's the best of us. Like he's the one Yeah. He instantly knew who he was. And it also goes to like his sonar, like how people talk about how he can basically see he can't. Mm-hmm. Like he has to assess every situation every time. So he sits down and he's like, "Wait, someone's here. I would I would be able to detect anyone. It can't be a hand ninja because he's alive." And then he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and I and I do love even Spider Man says, "You know, I followed you, and normally I wouldn't be able to." Yeah, and he's like, "I." It's kind of judgy, a little bit judgy for Peter Parker. Peter Parker shouldn't be judging anybody. He's fucked up a lot. He's like, huh, obvious, obviously, you're uh, not yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Chill I the mean, fuck out, that, Spider-Man. That's one thing about, like, maybe, I, I see what you're saying, but the character is... But I, I'm, yeah, I'm joking, but he obviously... Yeah. He What's this? Like, he wasn't like, because he even references, he's like, don't worry, I didn't snoop through your mail, I don't know who you are. And I love the reference of, like, people not knowing that he's Matt Murdock. And so he's like, and it wasn't Spider-Man being so high and mighty that he's like, I got to bring you in. Yeah. He even Spider-Man also double backs on it saying, I've been there and it was hard for me to bounce back. But you, this is different. Like you're obviously like you went against the neighbor. They're both neighborhood superheroes. He was like, you traumatized your neighborhood. You're beating up people just to get answers. Like, 
I hope someone steps in when it's my time. Mm-hmm. He's like, but this is me. This is your courtesy call. Yeah, it's like we we all go until we're broken, until our bodies give yeah. out. But you're you're done. This is it. Yeah, I thought it was such a cool. I mean, this was like a give give me chills moment. If I was someone that could have an emotional reaction to things. <laughs> One thing I <laughs> uh, I do like, and another thing about Spider Man in this, and I know he's only in here for a couple of pages, but <clears throat> what I do like is he he says like Spider Man's more powerful than he even knows. Like I just love like how yeah. how and as we mentioned in a. I think you had mentioned it before in another show. It's like when Dr. Octavius takes over Spider-Man, like he punched off the jaw of Scorpion, realizing that he pulls his punches and shit like that. Like I, even for, I don't know, this made me more of a Spider-Man fan, <laughs> but, um, but I love, I love, Spider-Man. I love why is Peter Parker? Like, yeah, me too. When, when he finally drops the facade and he's like, Hey dude, you know? Yeah. When he cuts the shit. Yeah. Cause he's not joking. There was no jokes. It was very out of like Spider-Man, you know, like, haha. It was like, hey, man, I'm concerned about you. Right. Because him and Daredevil have a relationship. Like I said, they're both the neighborhood superheroes. Spider-Man's just the lighthearted version of Daredevil. Well, and Daredevil's kind of like the mentor type. Yeah. I mean, he's he has been previously. He has been, yeah. I, I didn't mention it before, but we talked, I was going to say, we talked about the shirt and... uh I really, really hate how people talk about how Daredevil can basically see. And Chip Zdarsky does a very good job at like toting that line. Like he mm-hmm. does the sonar very good, but like when he's at the apartment with the defenders, they're like, hey man, like you're obviously unhinged because you're going around in, uh, you know, a Punisher cosplay. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I can't see the design on the shirt. Yeah, he can't see the design on the shirt. He's like, I just needed a shirt. He's like, I had no idea this was like a Punisher. I didn't know Punisher had a shirt. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought that was, I mean, for me, that was probably my favorite panel in the entire yeah. book. Because it was like, yes, that's it. Because he has sonar, he's still a disabled hero. Well, and they portray all these characters, even like Danny Rand. When he sees him, he's bald. He can't like see his hair. Like he can't yeah. see what yeah. what things are reflecting or he's seeing like the blood moving through his vein you know what i mean like yeah he's seeing that yeah i thought it was really good and for me the two biggest moments of this whole book was spider-man because it was heavy and then that moment mm-hmm. uh, so yeah spider-man leaves and it leaves and it, and that also has a little bit of gravity because like spider-man could bring him in Daredevil's worried about getting taken in. I don't know if he's worried about it specifically, but it's like, do I turn myself in? But like all these heroes are not turning them in. They're all like, hey man, we've been there. Like, just listen to us. But he's adamant on like, I'm not above the law. None of us are above the law. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really, they, they know that it comes with the territory. Like you do better good than bad. Right. Yeah. Um, And it feels like he knows that at first, but the more he comes to the realization that he did actually kill this person, he becomes sort of unhinged. And it has, again, to do with the pain pills, the exhaustion, the multiple opinions, you know, Punisher convincing him one thing, all these other people, Kingpin being right, the good detective Cole. It's just like all these things are just weighing heavy on him. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. And it ends on a cliffhanger. He says he's going to quit. But that it can't be the end of the story. He can't just quit and it be done with. 
Yeah. You just quit. You just quit. That's it. End of Daredevil. That's it. That's it. Daredevil forever. Forever. And I'm currently reading Daredevil, and I can tell you it stays. This is issue 29 last week. I can tell you that it's still my favorite comic book out, ongoing comic book out right now. Good. Good. Uh, so. I've always been a fan. So I'm more, you're more of a fan of the, like the comic book and the full mythology. I'm mm-hmm. more of a, of a <clears throat> fan of like you the like, character. Like I just like the yeah. characters. It doesn't matter if I've ever read them before or yeah. not. Um, and like Spider-Man, I've read Spider-Man. I've kept up with that. Uh, I've kept up with Daredevil. I've always loved like classic Daredevil, but I haven't read any of the yellow Daredevil. I just love the costume. You didn't read Daredevil Yellow? Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm sending it to you. I have it. You would absolutely love it. I bet I would. But I mean, there's so many. It's a, it's it's the same style as the Hulk Gray book. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that. You, re- you read Hulk Gray. I'm pretty sure you had my issues with Hulk Gray. No, no not me. Son of a bitch. Yes. Different, different boyfriend. Not me. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm pretty sure you had my Hulk Gray <laughs> issues. It wasn't me, man. I'm telling you. Dude, once you see it, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I have no." I know, ex- I know exactly what you're talking about. I do know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't. I don't remember reading it. But anyway, the point yeah. is, I like. I love all these characters um, for what they are, for what they are designed up. But I will say that Daredevil, I've always loved because he's man on the street, uh, a boxer's kid. Like he has kind of a homemade costume. Like Raphael, what's his name? Um, Raphael. He has done Batman comics as well, too. He's almost like a uh, fucking hell. No, I pulled up. Hold on. Um, he does a great rendition and why why I fell in with uh, why I fell in with uh, Daredevil. I know you're talking about. I can't remember who, what his name is, though. Uh, but I know exactly what you're talking about. You did a cosplay on his Daredevil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But he does this. He did this really great Daredevil um, costume that was just like Raphael Grampa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he did this great Daredevil costume, uh, yellow Daredevil. He's wearing like boxer shoes and like uh, just it's like, like a sweatsuit yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, sweatsuit like a yellow sweatsuit with like this handmade helmet with like these crooked horns, and then it's just like. Do you still have that? Hell yeah, I got it. Yeah, sexy that's times. pretty great. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, and like, just like MMA gloves. And I've always loved, like, that was like, hell yeah, dude. He's just like a dude. So it's funny that you re- that you say that because, yeah, I do keep up with 97% of every comic book story. But you, you have comic book fans out there that are hypercritical. Like, that's why I think that I'm the worst reviewer of issue by issue books is because I appreciate the characters the same way you do. Like, I like Spider-Man. So there will be books that people will be like, no, I hate that. I'm just like, I kind of like that because I really just like Spider-Man. But we also didn't like Life Story. But I think that's the thing, is like you start reading it objectively. And maybe I do that to you. Like, honestly, because I... I I think so. I read a lot of these things more objectively. I, I mean... I'm a Spider-Man fan, but that was a stupid story. You know what I'm saying? Like they're making a Fantastic Four live story. I can't wait to review that for the for the show. We have to. At this I point. would almost, if it wasn't, which it's gonna be, but if it weren't referencing 
Spider-Man life story. Like if it's its own thing, mm-hmm. I, I would probably it's enjoy hard. it. I'm not hard it. not to. Hmm? It's kind of hard to like not try to take it in the same vein, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because like, it's like a life story is like the brand now. Right. But I kind of like that idea, which we had mentioned. I mean, like my kids, uh, fan casting of, of Fantastic Four is like old, like old, older guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. All right. So talk about being a guy that likes the character over the story. And I love that's why I like our dynamic with reviewing is because I am more of a story guy. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about this initial thoughts? Just. Not in, not initial thoughts, just overall thoughts. I need to change that. Um, overall thoughts of volume one. Let me have it. Yeah. So, I I really uh, I know I probably say this every time. I really enjoyed this. There was some disconnect as far as like the larger story of Marvel comics, which mm-hmm. I think you know a lot of people are going to have that problem with every comic. You know, coming in, I know they had their jumping off points. Yeah. <laughs> but coming in. It's always going to be like, okay, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I feel like this one did a a, a decent job at decent yeah. um, at keeping it in the main continuity without making it so reliant on what's going on in Marvel, though. Yeah, no, I agree. I I do. You know I mean, like, wish I they did the they did the bare minimum, and then they went off with their own story. I do. Yeah, I do wish I knew what had happened to him. Like hearing that he got hit by a truck, kind of useful information. Yeah, that's why I said I wish that there was just that one panel. It would make everything easier. But like, you know, the the Defenders, Luke Cage, they all have their own things going on, but they made it a point to not make it about that. Punisher had his own thing going on, but it made sure not to even reference their stuff. And it's weird because I feel like Punisher gets that treatment a lot. He's just a guy. He just, He's a plug-in character. He just yeah. shows up and he shoots some people and it's like, oh no, the Punisher did that shit. I feel like if they give him, if they give him too much, there's no explanation on why the superhero, and they even talk about this in, in one run, uh, I think in War of Realms, is like, how come nobody has stopped the Punisher yet? Right. Like, you guys use him for team ups and you guys use him for these big events, but like, he's also a murderer. Right. <laughs> so, like, how could we? I feel like he has to be that character that's kind of like, just, oh, now you, now you need me. Right. He shows <laughs> up, shoots some people, and disappears again. Yeah. Um, but did you enjoy this brief? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I love, I love Daredevil. I even like the, I even like the Ben Affleck movie. I really honestly. I do too. uh, The costume. It's corny. Yeah, It's It's corny. corny. Costume doesn't piss me off. Like I'm okay with it. Um, Yeah. uh, But yeah, I can say that I enjoyed it. I liked that it was like a continuous narrative over 72 hours. I love that he's like tired and worn out and just like getting his ass beat by normal dudes. Like same because that, to me is daredevil like i feel like that's his life right yeah the- they didn't do they didn't do too much of the lawyer stuff they taught they did reference his intelligence a lot because foggy's in the book at one point and he's like you know foggy's trying to get a hold of him after the news breaks that he murdered somebody and he's like foggy wants me to do this he wants me to do this he wants me to do this mm-hmm. and then he goes and talks to him and foggy does all this stuff and he's like told you so yeah <laughs> but, but i'm not doing that what i what i like about uh, uh what i like about him in this daredevil in this series is that like you can tell that the only thing that really protects him from just getting his shit rocked is the fact that he takes people one-on-one or that he knows that that in a crowded situation like no he's just a dude um yeah he's just a dude and hey relies on his friends more than 
more than it seems. Mm-hmm. Like, because even when his friends, even when the defenders sa- save him, he's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm... Oh, thank God my friends are here. Yeah. Dear Lord. Um... Uh, and it's like Foggy's looking out for him. He's like, damn it, Foggy was right. And it's just like, oh, he doesn't, he's someone that tries to be the lone wolf, but he's really not. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is such an important character. And Spider-Man throughout the series, it's 29 issues at this point. Spider-Man shows up uh, two other times. And it's just as heavy as that. Really? Just as heavy. Different context, not as stern, but the emotional gravity is the same. Bitch, every I time. thought I said. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that in volume two, if you decide to read, the art does change. Marco Cicchetto's not on volume two. And Cicchetto (laughs) is not on his volume two. And maybe I just started rereading it. So maybe he's not in uh, just on the first one, but he is on the current run and he is knocking it out of the park. I mean, tightens it up Mm. in these current issues. And it's it's good. Tight. I think you would, I think this is a book that you would enjoy continuing to read okay i think so good luck getting issue 25 i've been looking for it that's the one i missed the only one i've missed in this entire run is issue 25 and it's the most expensive one at this point yeah yeah so if you guys are out there and you have an issue 25 first print of daredevil send it to me and i will say thank you on the show look at that that's talk that's using your power yeah. i'll say thank you on the show and nothing else <laughs> i'm glad you okay so let's talk about the art people have really have hit us up and talked about how they appreciate that we break down things objectively and we talk about the art so let me know what you think about the art throughout the whole book uh i uh, one thing i appreciate is that it can it's consistent um very consistent very consistent and and I don't know, so I wonder if Chiquetto uh, does he also do the coloring? Is, I don't know. Is it a complete? Because uh, the coloring is great. Um, it is great. The heavy use of shadows, like mm-hmm. Daredevil as a shadowy figure, and like you talked about the radar sense. Yeah, the, just... the radar sense does it really well. And uh, even when it's like kind of fading, I love like he does like the kind of fiery effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has really, really good use of cross hatching without looking nineties. So yeah, yeah, I noticed that too early because I I reread the last issue today, and I noticed it too. Like I usually hate cross hatching because it has some cri- some heavy cross hatching areas, mm-hmm. and I usually hate that. But I feel like the, the the use of the coloring in the shadows and the cross hatching, it was a good balance. Yes, yeah. I- I feel like the consistency, that's funny because that was my note too, is the consistency throughout the whole issue. Because a lot of times one of our biggest complaints is how some panels don't fit. But I feel like overall, like if I was really nitpicking, there was a few panels where I was just like, meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> but it was also panels and writing. Like Daredevil with the guns. I was just like, I don't I don't need, they did it a lot. Yeah. And I was well, just like, he ah. was always like, I'm not using guns. Yeah. He's like, do you know? But it also played into like people don't know he's blind thing. Like he's like, do you know how many people I could kill if I used guns? And it's just like, I feel like a lot of people can say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what if Spider-Man used guns? Yeah, man, I could, I could, a lot of bullets. <laughs> do you know how many people I could kill with guns? At least, <laughs> at least one. <laughs> at least one more person. <laughs> yeah. 
There was one panel specific where I was like, if I had to pick, it would be this. It was where he was, he had his two, he had the two guns like this. I was like, I don't like that one. Well, what if I had to pick? I, I will say that Chiquito doesn't understand rifling. Like, yeah. He draws the lines, not that this matters. Nobody needs to know this, but like yeah. on guns. Or that we're experts. Yeah. <laughs> guns, the rifling on the inside of a gun barrel is supposed to spiral to make the uh-huh. bullet you know, go in a circle to fly straight. And all his rifling is straight up. He doesn't understand. That's because yet. that's because Der- uh, Punisher doesn't use live rounds. That's what we don't know. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. Those are airsoft guns. <laughs> he just shoots them into people's eyeballs. It's <laughs> <laughs> really He annoys people into stopping crime. <clears throat> all right. I don't have my um, grading chart. I got I'm going to go to the Discord. If this is a moment to plug in the Discord, if you are a nerd at all, you should join our Discord. And for a while, we did like content promos and stuff, but we're going to ask that because we're going to focus more on community rather than like promoting stuff. And that goes for us too. Like, we're not going to be dropping episode links. We're not going to be dropping tweets and TikToks. We're just going to be talking about nerd stuff as a community. So we're going to probably be dropping that. Maybe next week. I'm going to do this last giveaway for this month, and then we're going to drop it. Um, FAQs. So, long story short, if you join our Discord and the FAQs, you can see my white phone. It's nothing. <laughs> you can see this right here. It's our <laughs> Wednesday pool list comic book rating chart. I need to just pick something super random for us to read. Because I've given this grade too many times this year. <laughs> Something just really bad. Something like so bad, like Spawn Compendium Ooh. 1, which we, we, we were talking about doing. I don't know if I'm up for the task, but we were talking about it. I don't it know too. if I could read it, man, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know if I can either. I don't know if I can go back. I don't know if I can either. Okay, let's grade this. Uh, you want to go first? Uh sure yeah um I will say that was weird that wasn't a question it was you will go first <laughs> you want to go first um I'm gonna give it a D five I would nice. like to uh, a little bit more of context of what's happening in the larger Marvel universe but otherwise I think it's a great story that makes sense I'm giving it E five because I have the context uh and for me it was just it got him back to where I what I wanted. Uh, I don't like James Bond Daredevil. I don't like him like figuring everything out, being one step ahead of everybody. I don't. I don't like. You don't that. like if Batman I, if, Daredevil. If I wanted that, I would read Batman. Right. I don't. I don't like that. I like Matt Murdock struggling. I like him being a womanizer a little bit. We'll see that later on in Volume Two and Three. I like him. Well, we saw a little bit of it in, yeah. in Volume One. Yeah, I like that Matt Murdock. Um, I like him getting the shit beat out of him. I know it's weird to say, but like it's. Honestly, it is kind of, it's nice to see, <laughs> I guess. Like, like we don't have, like, we're not addicted to people getting beat up, but, like, honestly, it it's so much, for me, it's such a big part of the character. Well, and, yeah, not only not only that, but he his superpower is radar sense, right? Like, it's not. Other than that, he's a regular dude. He's just a dude. He got trained by some ninjas. He watched his dad fight forever. But other than that, 
He's just a regular dude. No super strength or anything. Right. So that's why I thought that he was, it was kind of weird that he picked up that car uh door door yeah. they're a little heavier yeah, than pretty that, heavy than to like just, just than to like shrug up on one arm and run with yeah yeah no, that's true um, like if he like planted it down it was like bing, 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 bing. the arm that you recently got shot in yeah that was a bit much for me but i was in the moment it was action scene i was like i'll take it <laughs> adrenaline yeah you know adrenaline does give you strength i, I heard so um that's it guys if you have read daredevil the Chip Zdarsky run. If you read the Mark Wade run, let me know what you think. I, I enjoy both of those. I think Simon would like that. Maybe we'll go back and read that one day. We've been dancing around the idea of doing a, uh, a volume two read on some books. Maybe that'll be a yeah next a Patreon. Next. Maybe it'll be a Patreon thing where we do a volume two read. Let's do it next year. Next year we'll read volume two or everything. Because you know now that we're interested, I'm like, oh man, now I know what I want to know what Simon thinks about issue or volume two. Do you know what we're reading next week? Nope. I I forgot last week because we were, I made a I made a list and I was like, eh. let me like. Uh, so me on the reading it. list, you have Excellence Volume One: Kill the Past. Oh, that's good. I've been wanting to read that. I have not read that. No, oh, well, then we're reading it. I have not read that. I've heard it's a wizard book, like uh, Harry Potter. Oh, well, cool. But like, cool. I heard it was a cool Harry Potter book. So. Wizards! <laughs> so that'll be cool. Um, That's it, folks. We reviewed it. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your rating is. And uh, what else? What do you want us to read? If you guys want us to read anything, if there's a book out there that you love, that you wish that we would talk about, let us know. Hit us up anywhere. Yeah, hit us up um, and then pay us on our Patreon, and then we will read yeah, whatever yeah. you say. <laughs> yeah. And if you're a Patreon subscriber and you haven't got your comics yet, wait. I did media mail. <laughs> so... Uh, maybe this week they'll be there don't worry they'll be there maybe this week i did do it last uh i think it was last thursday so it should be this week or men of our words yeah so if you're on patreon let us know what kind of shows you want to see for patreon because i'm always down to talk to simon and um yeah there's that so we're circling the drain if you want to find us we're at wednesdaypool.com you can find me at wednesday pool on tiktok and simon at wednesday pool sime on tiktok other than that, it's going to say pull everywhere. So yep. look us up, hit us up, let us know what you want to see, and uh, we will probably do it because we live to serve. Yeah, send me and toast on Instagram if you're interested in some toy photography, uh, but it's also reposted yeah. through Wednesday Pool. So. Yeah, so we talked about it. We're doing a lot more reposting on Simon's stuff from his account, So um, and we'll be sharing it over. So it'll be, he'll be tagged in it. So if you see something you like on Wednesday Pool on the IG then um give me then uh, give me a follow because my page is lonely and sad yeah other than that we'll see you guys next time <laughs>